Today's episode is legendary. We had a young 15-year-old entrepreneur on telling us about his business. So you guys got to listen up. Go give him a shout out. And we're going to be shouting him out on all of our social media. So go check on our social medias at the odd uh, the odd pod underscore show on Instagram. All of our odd Moses, anything, we're going to be blasting it out. So listen up. Check out his uh, business and give him a follow on any of his social medias and stuff he's going to be making for us. So he is uh, 15 and really, uh, I would say legendary. He's very mature for a 15 year old yeah so he's he's pretty awesome i mean that's really all we have to say about this show i mean we did after that we talked a little sports um and that was it but he was amazing yeah it actually felt like a i don't know like an actual informational podcast of yeah it's weird yeah he was pretty legendary so we didn't get to goof around too much but we still fit some in oh yeah of course he was 15 (laughs) let's do it like 15 year olds and having a business going is just crazy damn but yeah he talks all about that in so cam take us right into it I didn't think you had it in you. All right, what's the plan? You want me to speak? When I point you again. Oh, righty then. And here we go. Oh, look at this run. What a run. Marshawn Lynch. Still on his feet. Has blockers now. He's dancing his way for the touchdown. Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what time it is. It's the odd pod. Get off your phone. It's the odd pod. It's Dude. the odd pod. It's the odd pod. <laughs> we have uh we have a special guest, young entrepreneur here. Uh we brought him on to kind of give his spiel of what he is being an entrepreneur, what he's trying. He's fifteen years old, right? Fifteen? Yeah, fifteen, yeah. Fifteen, he's uh so brought him on here to kinda get your word out there. Yeah. But first off, what we gotta do, because this is a pizza pod, we have to eat some pizza. Just the one rule. So we brought pizza here for you to eat and stuff like that too. So we'll grub down on some pizza really fast. And uh, have you ever had our Cinnabites? I have, yeah. Really? How often yeah. do you order pizza from me? Um, I do it when I'm like in school, like at lunch. Yeah, yeah. at lunch. Yeah. I see you all the time, actually. <laughs> he, he's actually addicted. Like I think I'm pretty sure he starts like itching for yeah, it. Yeah, the cheesy bread. I'll be in like third period waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> itching for like, the cheesy bread. Gotta get the cheesy bread. So you know, you know what's funny is this is how it starts because young, you're thin. You know, you're in great shape. You probably you could eat a mountain and it just it'd be nothing. Yeah. And then you get to be his age. You get to be like that. And then you see the progression here. This yeah. is like that. You know that progression where you see that. Yeah. So this is what your future is. If you like pizza. Yeah. Don't own a pizza place. Gotcha. <laughs> Noted. He owns like seven, and now that's the way he looks. So. Mm. I only own one. I have Whoa. to babysit seven more. Yeah, dude, get some pizza. Where this is our pizza time. Settle down. God, God. By the way, he's always just demanding. You yeah. know, always. So, so today we just brought just a normal pepperoni because we thought he was fifteen and would be picky. So we we didn't do. We usually do oh, like yeah. a wacky pizza where it's crazy what we do. Like put like peas and pickles and stuff like that on it. We didn't want to like make you run out of here the first episode. So. Yeah, there. What sounds was like, like you're getting invited if, back already. <laughs> if there was peas on it, I might have ran out. That's that's a little. Yeah, odd. what uh, country was that from? It was like Germany or something like that. That or Brazil is it? What they put peas on their pizza? Oh, you know what? Off the top of my head, I don't remember. Wouldn't they like dry out and be all crunchy on the pizza? Uh, mushy. 
Like, I don't know. It's it's interesting though, because like corn, people don't think corn goes on a pizza, but mm. when you think about it, like pineapple is sweet, corn is actually sweet. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, when you go to different countries, you see different things. It's kind of cool. I mean, there was some interesting, a lot of like uh, in uh, Eastern European things like that. Fish is a big thing goes on pizza. So. You know, I don't know. Yeah, hey, dude, dig in, dig oh, in. Sweet. You have yeah, to give us yeah. what your uh, your one out of ten scale is for this wacky pizza. This one out of two, yeah. And that's normally what we do is, but it's not wacky. It's a pepperoni pizza. But wacky we will eat pizza that no, just we had a pizza t- had chocolate chips on it. Yeah, oh, wow, it was, yeah, it was disgusting. How'd you think about that, so, Cam? No, Cam was like <laughs> the advocate of wanting to kill himself after that. So yeah, well, we can't have that. That's just wrong. So who's the best pizza in town? I want to say, like, actually, genuinely, you you guys. He's saying that just because we're standing right no, here. No, he's not. No, no, that's <laughs> genuine. That's why he prefaced it with genuine. No, if I was on a podcast for Domino's, I would still say you guys. See? Ooh. Right there. See, rule number one, you're not allowed to say other people's companies on oh, there. Oh, what you do is you, you, you like say Pomino's Pizza. Pomino's. Yeah, Pomino's. Yeah. Pomino's Pizza. You can't say the D word. Papa Murphy's or Mappa Purphy's. Mappa, dude, I'm already going to bleep that out now. By the way, by the time we're done with this, even halfway through this podcast, you're going to want to beat his ass, all right? So oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> we just try to like stop those urges because most of the time I just want to jump over the table and throttle him, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's about right. So, who so do you, speaking about throttling, so who do you think would win in a wrestling match between him and I? Because he's, he's obsessed about this. I don't know. Are um, you an athlete? I am. I'm actually a wrestler. Yeah. You're a wrestler? Oh, yeah. perfect. So you would know that. All he has to do is look at my lats and it he'll de- know. It I depends. Can, I can bridge that gap. I wrestled. He didn't. Think oh, about okay, that. Okay, there you go. There's the winner right there. Dude, seriously. <laughs> I'm going to have to say. <laughs> Are you wrestling? So, so uh, what pound? Do you know like uh, oh, Chris Lencioni here in the MMA? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so we sponsor. You go with him? I follow him. Oh, follow him? Yeah. yeah. Do you go to take any classes? I have not, no. You should. You get to go fight people for like fun. Yeah, so. I've got friends in his classes. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you uh, what do you wrestle? Are you on varsity? Or are you? I don't know if that's all how it all works. Uh, yeah, it is how it works. Uh, last year I during like the duels matches I was JV because okay. I mean we have a really good team. Yeah. But, are you um, a freshman? Sophomore? I'm a sophomore this year. Yeah. Sophomore. So you were a freshman last year and you were on JV. I was on JV. Yeah. Let's go, dude. That well, means you're actually fairly good, huh? Yeah. There was a JV team and then a varsity team and then there was like a novice for whoever like wasn't like everybody wrestled <laughs> there was a novice for uh different tournaments what what, <laughs> what team were you on they didn't even have probably divisions back then i went to state dude i told you how yeah, good i was you know i also oh, wow. went to state too fucking you know, sat in the stands too <laughs> no i went in the stands <laughs> and wrestled what like you know what he didn't even know what a fish was he didn't even know what a pink belly was so you yeah. know what a pink belly is? I I can't say I do. Exactly. No. <laughs> Shut up. It's an old person term. Yeah, that's when you put them into a cradle or something like that, and then you open their belly up and you slap it. Bang, 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 oh, bang, bang. Okay. Yeah. 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 So do you like music? I do. Yeah. Okay. Do, so we have an odd Mo's rap that Cam and Gage made. You down to listen before we get into your spiel? Yeah. All totally right, Cam. Yeah. Hey, can you play the rap for us? Walking in the Imos, wanna get the pizza Handed it over and it looked like Mona Lisa I want lots of toxic, chicka, beef, and sausage Pepperoni, don't forget to put the olives on I can't have just one bike and any more than two or three 
I'ma need the whole damn pie just for me. What's the need for me? I guess I'll get some wings. Buffalo, I'm a mother sweet Asian Shit. got the pin. Turn around, homie, take a look at all those sauces. I don't have my glasses on, so tell me, are they awesome? You got a lot of sauces. Red salsa and white garlic, chipotle lime, barbecue, basil, pepper, Damn, bottom. bro, I can eat this pizza in a minute. My drink's looking low. How the hell do I refill it? Who the hell cares? Take out mid free. Point your eyes at the fridge and pick up one for me. Yippee, look at all the sports on the big screen. Tipsy, I be feeling good in the 16. Squeaky, clean place to use while we eat. If you grab a fork or knife for this, you crazy. Good sauce, crust boss, lose loss, killer job. On the job, mozzarella. Getting stuck in my throat, I die a happy fella. This place feels like a pizza Coachella. Coachella, novella. Bose, Russell, story, and never cuddle. A pepperoni, family friendly. Menu never ending, that's what I'm saying. There's a little bit for everyone in the family. You don't want pizza? Have a mojo's. Or maybe cheese sticks. Domino's is a no go. Hurts twice, got me crying in the bathroom sink. I wasn't made for this. The flavor's good, and that's what makes it dangerous. The flavorless. Try the barbecue ribs or the meatballs, potato poppers. Make the all time list. I'ma throw some extra cheese on the bitch. I'ma throw some extra cheese on that 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 bitch. You know I'ma put some extra cheese on it. I'ma throw some extra cheese on that bitch. I'ma throw some extra cheese on that bitch. I'ma throw some extra cheese on that bitch. You know I'ma put some extra cheese on it. I'ma throw some extra cheese on that bitch. I'ma throw some extra cheese on that bitch. I'ma throw some extra cheese on that bitch. You know I'ma put some extra cheese on it. I can't get enough of that. I've been playing that for my employees and they're loving it. What do you think? 15? Uh, sounds like you guys like extra cheese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, you gotta go always extra cheese on it. All right. Yeah. Always. That's so, I just. I, that's just. <laughs> oh, that just cracks me up. Oh yeah, we're making the music video next week, and I'm pretty sure. Oh my God! Please do not let me in that thing. <laughs> that would be great. Saturday, it's Sunday, so you know it's your weekend, so you don't work on weekends. But we gotta get. Introduce yourself. Who you are? How old you are? And what is your company? And what you're gonna do? We're. We'd love to shout you out and get it out there. So introduce yourself. Who are you? And uh, I'm Isaiah Parsons. Uh, I, me and my buddy Josh uh, Landacre, we, we didn't really want to, you know, work at McDonald's as our first job, and we wanted to like, we didn't really care about the money at first. We just wanted to say we, we, uh, we led a business or we we built something. So um, basically, the business that we created. Uh, it's a social media marketing business that we uh, we will go to companies like say Odmos and we would ask them you know they'd they'd pay us we'd put a percentage of that payment into a website called Meta because they own uh, Facebook and Instagram we'd put that into that business manager and put all of the details like you know Odmos does food sports and uh pizza right mm -hmm. so we put those stats into the media manager and it, it'll sort that out it'll send it out to all those people that uh that would likely click on that mm -hmm. um and then 
I actually have stats in my backpack. But uh, it's it's advertisement in the new age. It's not like a billboard. It's like what everybody's using social medias now. So, yeah. you know, all the traffic is on there. So you got to talk to him about not doing email blasts anymore and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fill me in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were just we wanted to do something unique, new. So what made you guys come up with this besides just the fact that you wanted to own a business? Like, did you have any interest in it or did you kind of just like watch a YouTube video thought that was cool? Like, what was your... Um, we were we were talking and we were... Uh, we, we started off like just kind of, you know, building you know, maybe a carpentry business because I like, I, I like building, you know, that's my whole family's into that. And then we realized that like, wouldn't it be nice to get work done, but also have time to, you know, focus on sports too. And, uh, we, we landed on, we, we were watching YouTube and like different ways to start a business. And, uh, we found a guy who's doing the same thing and he's making millions of dollars. You know, he's been doing it for years, but, uh, we thought that was the greatest thing ever. Cause he just mm-hmm. like sits at home and like changes numbers. And then he has like all, the whole day to do whatever he wants. So we, we kind of just landed on that. So what research did you go into trying to figure it out? Was it just that YouTube video or? Um, yeah, that, that guy who does it, he posts, uh, all the, he posts a lot of tips and like how he got there and what he does. And then I kind of, uh, did my own research, just Googling, like what's the fastest way to get, um, ads onto Facebook and Instagram. And we, we came across this business manager that uh, Meta, like Mark Zuckerberg, his uh, company, they actually have like a platform that you can do that on now. So yeah. it was just, it was perfect. It was like a silver platter right there. We can just use that. Yeah. So what is your company's name? What did you do? Uh, we wanted to name it something like Oregon, like something like a national park in Oregon or something. And we ended up landing on uh, Haystack or Haystack Rock. Canon Social Media Marketing. Haystack Rock, Canon yeah. Social Media Marketing. So where can they find you if they ever listen here and they're like, you know what, I want that kid to do it. Where can they find you at? Uh, we don't have a website quite yet, but we do have uh, both business emails. Um, we have an email. My buddy Josh has the email, and then I have my own email too. So what's the email so they can email you at? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it's all, all under caps, Isaiah Parsons, SMMA, still under Undercase and then at gmail.com. Nice. Okay. There you go. So that's when you can. We're going to have to shorten that up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No. No, that's when the, that's, there's some advice for you. Shorten yeah. it up. Make it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, people can't digest that kind of stuff. You know, they can uh-huh. barely spell their own name nowadays. So, yeah. yeah. Um, See, this is why we brought you in because, you know, you have a guy that created a business from the bottom. Yeah, now, yeah. Further, so that's why we brought you in to kind of give you help, and we love to help the young entrepreneurs to do what we can to teach them the what we learned and stuff like that because it ain't easy. You go from thinking that it could be very easy, and then you step into it, and you're like, "Holy shit! Like uh-huh. this is way harder than I thought it was. It's a lot more stressful." Stuff like that. Once you get employees and stuff like mm-hmm. that, finances, everything like that. There's a bunch of stuff. So well, he thing, has all the advice for you here. I think what's what's nice is a lot of things apply no matter what age group you're in and things. Because I know, like, I'm a stone tablet and chisel. I'm way back when mm-hmm. advertising was very, very different. Um, but like, even like when you go into a restaurant that like an oldies, fifties, whatever, like restaurant, they have all those ads on the table. 
and you look at that and go, oh my God, that's so bad for you. But back then, you know, if you look at the marketing, you're like, oh, that's a really good marketing. I yeah. mean, that would make me want to try that, you know, whatever toaster that floats in the bathtub, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, how convenient is that? That butter toast, you know. Toasters don't float in bathtubs, man. I, that's <laughs> the point. The point being, like, a lot of old products really bad for you. But when you look at the marketing, you're like, dang, that's really good. Yeah. But, I mean, so, but it's really changed. The landscape has really changed. You're more in the digital element and all the people yeah. you're trying to inspire are actually people that do the same thing you do. Yeah. You know, and so you look at like spendable income, like who has that um, spendable money, you Mm -hmm. know, and so you want to target those people with what you're doing. But I'm curious about with the with um, with what you're doing in that meta world and all those types of things. I would love to sit back and learn what you do and how you do it and where you do it and things like that. But because you want to be able to translate that into dollars like you're talking about. Yes. You know, how do I do this? But I will say this for a 15 year old kid, you have an amazing amount of like balanced confidence, which is really important to have. So I applaud you for, for having that and that confidence because it's not easy what you're doing. And um, because when you think about it, the people, the person you listen to on the website, how many people are trying to do everything that he's doing? Like with you guys, see him and you go, oh, how many people are that you see that want to do what he's doing specifically are going to be the ones you're going to be your competition? Mm-hmm. So how do you take what you've learned from him or her or whoever and then apply that to what you guys are trying to accomplish? And then how do you bridge the gap between that and the people that are going to willing to pay you for doing that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it. Yeah. It's not just a... And I think that's a, I use a sports thing, you know, like how many people end up in the pros and how many yeah, exactly. people actually play the game? Yeah. You know, you've got a million running backs out there and you got like, you know, or quarterbacks and yet you have seven in the NFL that are yeah, really, like, really good. Like less than 1% make it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like a half of a percent of a percent of a half a percent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, um, and so it's interesting because it takes a lot more than just that. I mean, cause you get different those marketing things that deal with um like you a quarterback at ohio state has a much better chance than somebody that is at you know pit skip squee whatever college in wisconsin you know mm-hmm. the talent level may not be that different but who their face all that kind of stuff applies same thing with you here you are in canby <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you know where's that guy that you saw the the website that are the um, youtube video for it that inspired you where's he from he's uh he's actually from i th- Spain, I think, but he's living in Dubai now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You're like a world away. Yeah, exactly. But again, it still applies to you. Uh-huh. And that's the difference between my world and your world is I was normally, I mean, I was really on the whole local marketing, um, business marketing in our community and things like that, where mm-hmm. you in your world is much greater, you know, yeah. to be able to inspire people. But are you, with your marketing concept, are you trying to target more local or, you know, so it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's a game plan. You guys have got to figure out how you're going to play it. But yeah. And you can choose with it being online. You can, you can, it depends. Like if it's a business that there's like McDonald's, say it's all over America, you mm-hmm. can, you can target that audience all over the world. And with Odmos, I don't know if you guys are out of Oregon. You can shrink it down. No. Yeah. You can shrink it right down to just can be. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're just, we're knuckleheads. We're all in here in this area. We've got four <laughs> in Salem and then, you know, got Camby, Tannisporn, uh, McMinnville, Newburgh. So we're actually kind of a tight knit group too. Nice. So, but yeah, so this, I see, I get, I get, sorry, I get all fired up with this kind of stuff. <laughs> so I, do you have any recommendations for him starting this up? What to move forward? What steps does he have to take to get maybe a client or get a new client? What is it? Does it does what? Is there anything that he he could work on or anything to move forward? I mean, you've been in the kind of the business industry, growing a business and stuff like that for so long. Like, 
Well, do you guys have a board that you guys, I mean, I always tell people get a big dry erase board. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you saw the dry erase board in there. And on a dry erase board, you can put your target audience and things like that. And uh-huh. one of the things I was talking to the, to the Tylers about was in the same thing we deal with all the time is, is tiered marketing, which is um, I'm focusing on this marketing here, but how, how does that get me to the next level, which gets me to the next level? You know, it's everything should be, you know, compounding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like with AJ, he talks about revenue sources and the more revenue sources you have, which is what you're trying to create is revenue sources. Yeah. It, uh, it's like a multiplier. Exactly, and so yeah. um, when you do your marketing, and your advertising, you're looking for those opportunities to have as a multiplier uh, versus a small community company versus like a larger community company that you can say, well, you've got 30 stores to work from. Your pool is much greater than a store that has five, which store that has one, you know, things like that. And so I would say get yourself a, a board and start focusing on who is our target customer, who's our target audience, who's mm-hmm. how do we get to that, you know, and um, and then just start answering a question after question after question after question mm-hmm. and then when you go out there and you hit those things that you're trying to target you're like oh maybe maybe this you know <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe we need to reapproach this you know uh-huh. because you are a young mind and you don't have you know all the experiences and things like that because all that takes time mm-hmm. you know um i've never been you know with my kids and stuff i've never been one to say you have no idea what it's been like you know mm-hmm. well duh how can you because they haven't been there yet <laughs> they haven't been there yet and so for me i'm not you know, I deal with a lot of young kids in the business, the pizza industry, you're dealing from what, 16 to 22, you know? And so I have a lot of kids that are making that turn. Mm-hmm. You're making that turn a little bit earlier than what I see out there, you know? And so when you're trying to make that turn, what's hard is you have nothing to gauge it upon. It's all brand new, Yeah. you know? And every time you turn around, they're going to hand you a new brush and a new palette <laughs> and a new canvas. And you're going to go, okay, all right. You know, and so, but you know, if you stay diligent, um, there, I think what's his name is last name is is Tim Hill or Tim, can't remember what his last name was. He travels all over the world and he does podcasts and things like that. He's been doing it for a while now. He makes tons of money doing it, but he didn't back then. And he said that he goes out and inspires a lot of kids. And he said he had this one kid come to him, and he the kid was like, "Oh, I really want to do what, what you want to do. I really really want to do what you do." He's like, "Here's what you're gonna do. How much money do you have?" So the mm-hmm. kid told him. He says, "Okay." I want you to take that money, I want you to go to Hungary, and I want you to write a story on this situation right here. When you get back, get a hold of me and I'll help you. And the first thing out of the kid's mouth was like, well, yeah, but I, I've got this going on, I got that going on, I can't really do this, I can't do that. And all he's saying is like, I don't want to do what you do. you know. And so with what you want to do, you have to be focused on what you really want to do and, and what it's going to take you to get where you need to get. Mm-hmm. Because most people will say that, and that's not really what they're doing. Um, it's called A to Z mentality. Most people think I have a great idea. That's A, and then they go, I'm gonna be rich, and that's Z. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then you go, wait, you gotta, you gotta hit B here first. You gotta do something with B first. I'm like, oh yeah, but you know, you know. And it's yeah. amazing. You lose ninety percent of the people right there. Yeah, and to get to work. Yeah, yeah, to get to C is like, good lord, you're never gonna make a C. <laughs> yeah. And so I would say that uh, that would be my advice is just understand that you know it's not a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have more obstacles than you can imagine. But you'll weed 90% of your competition out that wants to start this stuff just by getting to B. Yeah. Just by getting there. And so, yeah, and you got a lot to learn. you got a lot of letters in there. And <laughs> you, you don't, don't skip past them. You yeah, know? I'm still on yeah, C. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I do own a business. And still so, on C. 
Um, and you know, most people, when AJ got into business, he was so young, and, and AJ used to wear that like a badge, like, I am young, I look at how young I am and all that kind of stuff. And as he's learning the business, I goes, oh my God, there's so much to do, there's so much to learn. Yeah. And um, so, but I applaud you for, for wanting to do that, because it's not easy. Um, but so do you be, have like a... Do you have like a target audience that you're looking for, like for to? Are you just looking for food? You just looking for anything? What is your target people that you're trying to look for? Anyone was, that makes social media or? Yeah, as a target audience, I was mainly targeting like small restaurants that were also wanting to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when they're when they're wanting to grow that bad, they're also um, they're looking for anything that'll get them there. So yeah. that's mainly like my best chances of like yeah. claiming a client yeah i will i will tell you after having the conversation with you the first time when we we met and stuff like that you know it's it's like one of those things the business mindset once you kind of like think about it that's all you can uh-huh. kind of slightly think about until you you'll get those ideas you'll be like I can't wait to talk to this kid again because I think because I was thinking like you should be looking for people not just in the food industry or small things like that. You should be looking for like landscapers, yeah, and HVAC system. Those like things that travel around a lot because when you came to me and you're like, oh, this this thing can reach 1.5 million people in the Portland metro area all around type thing. Uh-huh. Well, Portland metro people aren't going to come down to my pizza place very very rarely. Yeah, exactly. Are they going to take yeah. that time? But you know what? Landscapers and HVAC people travel everywhere. Uh-huh. was my two thought process. So if you try to target them, trying to get people, you know, Hillsboro to have this company that's here in Camby or, or like Hillsboro to come to Camby type thing where, I mean, there's a, there's a business in called rock services. They're our oven company. They would, I bet you, you give them a call, try to get them anything. They're oven company. They're just trying to grow and yeah. do all that. It's the, the services, not just the food services, but more of the services and fixing things, roofing, everything like that to show people. Cause landscapers, I mean, that's what the first thing when they try to sell, they're trying to show you what these people's yard look like before and after. So you could easily do the HVAC system. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs an HVAC, especially or, this week. And with your industry, it would a lot of times I would think that you'd want to have something that is an online service in a way. Like, um, can they buy it online? Can you inspire uh-huh. them to go from yours, then click over and buy that product? Yeah. You know, and a lot of times you'll find that uh, people spend a lot of money just to make sure they come up at a feed, you know, for hoping somebody goes, oh, that looks good and click on it. Yeah. And once they click on it, they have their information. They have and all those types of things, which I'm sure is really where your wheelhouse is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, to, to make find you can find local companies that could, could be that broad of a company. Because you may find somebody here in Canby, like we can't deliver pizza to like Ohio. Yeah, exactly. Although I'm sorry for Ohio people because we can't. I, I mean, it's I don't so know even. about Ohio. <laughs> I don't know if I would even want to deliver pizza to Ohio. Who oh. even lives in Ohio? This, it's oh, just Deshaun, a lot of people. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Whoa. So, anyway. so moving on. <laughs> but uh, but you know, it's so like that. And so you may actually deal with a local company that actually can use your broader thing. So um, I used to tell when I was before. I used to do it to where I go to a phone book, which is unheard of for you guys. You know, What's I go a to a phone book? book and just go from stop it, A <laughs> B C. I just look for businesses. I just go in the alphabetical order, and I would highlight businesses that I felt like could be an impact. And so for you, I'm sure just driving around or different things like that, you can start focusing on. I wonder if we can apply what we do to them, or mm-hmm. them, because that's really where your pool is, is to not be specific, but just every time you see a business, like if I was to give you like a business. And I would just say, how do you do apply to them? You may come up with a really good plan and go, wow, you know what? That really could work for them. Mm-hmm. And then scale it down and scale it up and scale it down. And then maybe then you can get all your information. And, you know, you start 
talking to people and they're going to answer a lot of your questions that you don't even know you're going to ask yet. Yeah. And so the more you get out there and talk to business people and hear the, you know, you know, when you get smacked in the face, you know, um, you're going to start refining what you do Mm -hmm. and then that'll help you on a bigger scale. So yeah, it just takes time. Yeah. Do you have any questions for him too? I mean, you can ask all the questions. I mean, I'm sitting here trying to answer, but I'm sure you have tons of questions, dude. You're starting up a business. You have no clue what's going on except for Googling and YouTube. I mean, he's done it from the ground up. Do you have any questions? Um, mostly like, uh, what was, what was it like, like starting out and like, how long did it take you to become, or I wouldn't say become, but like, how long did it take you to go from you know, having this idea to actually making it a reality. I thought you were going to ask me how I can actually bend down and tie my shoes. <laughs> like, that's a struggle. <laughs> he actually has his wife do it for him. He's like, babe, can you uh, tie my shoe for yeah. me? He doesn't even actually know how to tie his shoes. Uh, my toenails must have horrid. I don't, I've never seen them. <laughs> okay, so um, on a serious note, sorry. Um, I would say that from the time I started, and I think what's what's interesting is my son... Uh, I said, do you know what it took me to get to this spot right here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, not really. And he kind of threw a couple of things out there. And I'm like, whoa, you have no idea how difficult it was. Um, it really is. It's taken me. I mean, we're coming up on our 23rd year anniversary at Odmos mm-hmm. in May of next year. So we're 22 and a half, basically, or 22 and a quarter. Um, and so, and, you know, I would say that I started um, working part-time way back when. And it was always, pizza was always my part-time job. I wanted Mm -hmm. to race cars for a living. Really, seriously, I wanted to be a NASCAR driver, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure. I just don't know if you could fit in the NASCAR. (laughs) (laughs) All the pizza. Back then, you're talking about wrestling. I I wrestled at 123, so I was not a big guy. Oh, wow, you're a little guy. (gasps) Yeah, I was a terror, dude. (laughs) I'm 123. Hey, when I was in sixth grade, (laughs) they locked me in the ball cage. And they, when it was my turn to wrestle, they opened the ball cage and I came running. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. and they were fucking terrified of me. He just basically <laughs> laid down and let me pin him. See, people in Camby would know that as the bull riding. They locked you in the bull ride and start like <laughs> stabbing you a few times. And once you get out, you're <laughs> start yeah. bucking them, you something know? like that. But yeah. anyway, so it's probably because um, you're a psychopath, not the fact that you're cr- crazy psychopath, <laughs> like anger issues. So, um, but uh, to answer your question, by the way, this could take an hour. I don't know. I'll go to You me. know, what's your curfew? <laughs> 7 p.m. <laughs> no, it's later than that. It's summertime. <laughs> it's 8, <laughs> actually. 8.30. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> so we may be able to make it in that time. But, um, you know, back then, when you started, it's like, you don't know. You're just working your tail off and doing that kind of stuff. Um, I actually started a, a lawn mowing business when I was really young. Had my own jingle. It was really awesome. And I came up with this business plan where I went to mobile home parks. You know, they used to have these mobile home parks that had like a one single wide trailers. Yeah. And it was like $5 to mow your yard. But what I did was I just had to connect with all the other mo- little you know mobile homes that mm-hmm. were in there. And so basically I'd spend my Saturday mowing pretty much the entire park and I made bank. Yeah. Because back then you were making like two bucks an hour. You know, starting wage was like two seventeen an hour for, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I know, right? And, and you know, we're not going to get into that because, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so I would say that it's, you have to love the journey and, um, that's really where people get lost because, um, Ricky Gervais, I'm sure you've heard of Ricky Gervais. I have not. No. Okay. He's 15, dude. (laughs) Well, Ricky Gervais is a comedian. He's like this guy that's always pissing everybody off and, uh, you know, he's the one that did all that stuff on, what was that show? The Oscars or something like that. I don't know. 
it's an old English white guy, whatever. But what he said was, which was important, was he actually started a band when he was younger, and they had actually got signed as a recording artist uh, for a couple songs. And they recorded a couple songs, and then they dropped him, and he never became a pop star. And what he said was he was so enamored with becoming the pop star, he forgot to be a musician. Mm. And in that wisdom of that he says is basically, if you guys get enamored with those million-dollar contracts, you're going to forget that it takes the small ones as you build. And so for me, it was from, you know, from this job to this job to this job, whether it be assistant manager to manager to whatever, I just stayed engaged. And so my best advice would you is uh, get as much exposure as you can. So like talk to business people, talk mm -hmm. to the different people that do what they do, but be engaged, which means pay attention. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what job you're doing. I don't care if you, wherever you work or whatever you do, if you're engaged, you're going to learn how everything works. Because even in the construction business, when you break it down, it's a business. Yeah. So whether you work at a laundromat, a bank, a daycare center, a pizza place or anything, it all breaks down to business. Mm -hmm. So if you pay attention to stay engaged, that's going to be your greatest asset, you know? And so with what you do, just understand that every single day should be a learning, a stepping stone and yeah. don't overthink what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't do anything today. I didn't get anything done. Don't overthink any of that stuff. Just keep thinking. Okay. Like I said, you're driving down the road, start thinking like, oh, huh. I wonder how I can make, you know, Lily's lollipop shop work for what we wanted to do. How can I expand her business? Um, do you watch podcasts or not podcasts, but do you watch stuff like that? Uh, I, I've listened to to uh, comedy podcasts and, you know, a little bit of Todd Durkin. But okay. Yeah. So um, there was a show called The Prophet. It's Marcus Lemonis, and he's the one that owns Camping World and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But he goes into businesses that are struggling, and he basically says, I'm going to buy half the business, but you're gonna, I'm going to run it my way. And he takes these businesses and does different things. And you'll see all the different owners and how they deal with it and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. That's a good business to learn some different tricks and traits by of like how you can go into a business and go, huh. So I see how you're doing this here, doing that. And he picks up tricks on how to take that business, improve that business. But why? Why is this important? Why is that important? Why Why is if, if is, is breakfast traffic going past your location better or is evening tra traffic going past your location better? And that's kind of that whole stone tablet and chisel mm -hmm. thing from these, this old guy because it doesn't really apply to what you're saying <laughs> with digital, but it yeah. does apply yeah. just in a different in a different way, different level. Yeah. You know, when do you see your traffic on the in the digital world, and why do you see the traffic there, and who's following what, and when and why? And so when you start doing that, then you can start applying that to whatever business. And so when you just get one business in there that makes sense, you'll be able to use those statistics to be able to get to the next customer and use the collective statistics on both wins and losses to get to the next customer. Right, yeah. So I would say that, for me, just don't get discouraged and realize that it's a journey. And bust your ass. That's all it takes. And don't worry ever about the money, too. Take that money and don't don't take it for yourself. Put it just right back into the business. Gotcha, That's what it is. Yeah. You well, may, it's a balance. you got to reward yourself a little. Of course, <laughs> you do. But, at, but when you're starting up, man, how much money did you take when you first opened the store? Um, with, with all the experience at that point that I had, cause I was just a director of operations for a chain of stores down in Sacramento, which I helped grow from 15 stores to 30 stores in a couple of years I was there and I knew a lot of stuff, but I'll tell you, you open a business and like <laughs> we worked open to close for probably a year. I think it was a year and two months. Mm -hmm. My business partner and I, we started with almost nothing. We had to wow. negotiate our way into the business to get it with a bank in Michigan <laughs> and the landlords helped us do it because we didn't have enough money to do all that stuff and started with just nothing. 
Wow. And uh, and just worked. And then we took care of customers and we just kept doing what we do. But um, it's, I think the th- after the fourth month, we paid each other, I think, $300. Oh, wow. And then for the next four months, I think we did that. So it was just $300. And then I, I think the sixth or seventh month, we paid ourselves a little bit more, a little bit more. And then we paid ourselves, I think, and this is just because we, we, we actually grew from um, from zero, it took us four years. We had five stores in four years. Mm-hmm. So we really grew exponentially. So we could have just kind of pocketed some of that money and gave ourselves more, but we had a, a goal, an initial mm-hmm. goal that we wanted to hit. And, um, and so, but yeah, I think we got paid $1,500 for the, I think the next, I don't know, eight years, seven years. Wow. A month. Right. Now you're looking at it goes, geez, I can, McDonald's ain't looking so bad right now. <laughs> no, but it's <laughs> I all can worth make it. that yeah, two weeks, well, take it every Tuesday off. <laughs> if you look at it in the perspective of, you know, you're, you're doing it all yourself. It's a lot more rewarding is $1,500 for selling cheeseburgers or $1,500 worth of doing something that you created. Well, and you're creating that, you're hopefully creating that residual income that's going to eventually grow mm-hmm. and grow. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, you're still, you know, cause you work at a job when you leave the job job's gone you mm-hmm. get to a new job and you can use those as stepping stones to get a salary uh-huh. there's so many different ways to, to, to right. you know yeah. to skin this cat as they say right so if you need a job at 16 let me know that's what we'll start out with <laughs> um, but well, it's, it's always good to have multiple jobs in a way uh-huh. because some of the stuff you can do you know you can be thinking at work and you can apply some of that real time stuff mm-hmm. and then get, get to your job that you love or what you want to do and just kind of plug it all in so huge shout out for you coming on. Where can else they find you besides just your email? Can they follow you on Instagram and message you through there? Uh, yeah, I have a Facebook. Facebook too? Yeah. Of the business too? Yes. It's Wherever. Tell tell them anywhere and everywhere they can find you before you get out of here. Got you. Um, that email I sent and then my buddy Josh's email. It's just Josh Landaker, SMMA. It's the same thing, just his name, all under case. And then we have a Facebook account. Um, you can you know message me on there or is it the facebook account just your personal name or is it the business name it's the business name it's canon smma canon smma on facebook and then do you guys have an instagram or no not an instagram so where can they find you on instagram so you can find me on my personal instagram at uh parsons.craddy and craddy yeah that's that's it how do you spell that um p-a-r-s-o-n-s dot underscore the it's just a dot dot okay yeah and then uh c r C A oh no sorry C R A T T Y perfect okay. yeah good dude you're 15 also what you can do is you can talk to this knucklehead over here and tell him that he should probably put something on his website and his Facebook and say that if anybody wants to check you out then that maybe he can you can go to the Odmos Canby website and uh, dude I was gonna post it on our Instagram and on the Instagram so yeah. what you're gonna do is after you get done with this and all that just go ahead and get all that information and we'll send it out on all of our stuff as well yeah and because uh, it's it's hard over the you know like people are gonna have to rewind this going is it P A yeah exactly yeah that's just because he's old no we can figure things out we know how to get like all right guys well that was uh Isaiah with uh Canyon uh multimedia services so Dude, you're a freaking legend, 15, figuring it out. Thank you, man. You're built different, built from <laughs> Canby, home, homegrown. and uh, guess Because he's a wrestler. You know what? We're tough. We're durable. 
kind of an idiot, I guess, too. Well, there's a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's some, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so huge out, shout out for Isaiah for coming on. Thank you so much, and we'll blast out all of your uh, information, social media, to get you, try to get you the ball rolling for you. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, awesome. I, I Thank, applaud you, man. You're doing yeah. good. Thank awesome. you. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah. Awesome. Excuse the intermission. The iPod will be right back. 15 years old, dude. Yeah. You know, that inspires me. Yeah. To have a 15-year-old kid that, um, you know, wants to rule the world, but is really receptive to somebody telling him to slow down yeah. and, and, and not taking it like I'm trying to tell him not to do it. Because a lot of times you get young people and you're like, ah, God, you really got to think about it and it's going to take you a long time. And you can kind of push them, give them a little bit of pushback on it. Mm-hmm. And they just, they kind of come at you like, you can't tell me, you know, I can't do this. You can't, it's, it's not what I'm saying, yeah. you know, and he was really receptive to, to listening. Yeah, and the first so, time he came in, he was super, like, took all the knowledge and everything that we sent yeah. to him and stuff. So, Well, as soon as he walked in, you know, I was in the meeting with Tyler's, and as soon as he walked in, I'm like, would you like to come join our meeting? And I at first asked Tyler's if it was okay, and they go, yeah. And so I pulled him in there, grabbed the chair, put him up there, and just see if he'd listen. Mm-hmm. And he just sat there and listened to us three talk about, Baker. you know, that kind of stuff. You know, what do we do? How do we do it? When do we do it kind of stuff? And, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah, 15, boy, I'll tell you, that really inspires me. Yeah, makes me feel like I'm not doing anything in life. But before we get into football, Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All, right. We, All right. Yeah, I got to get better at this. Okay, so. Uh, odd no, no, knows. no. We have what? we have the pre-recorded one that Gage did last time. We're just gonna throw that in because you, again, d- dude, you can't ever come up with one. I'm, You've I'm, had on two the and a half months now to do it, and I've already done one. That'll do another one. Well, you know. Uh, you no, know, stop it. Um, I just want to applaud everybody for doing it. I've done another one, too. Just shut it. Okay. Well, Gage's okay. ones was the best one, so you got to get better than that one. So far. Okay. So if you're hungry and you want something to eat that's really good, just call Odd Mo's. Or you can go online. Oh, you know what? This is another thing. What if you're vegan? Not a lot of options out there. But you know what? Odmos has good vegan stuff. Not only that, we have a vegan ranch. Who has vegan ranch? I mean, really, when you think about it, you could do a vegan garlic cheese bread because our mozzarella, vegan. We have vegan ranch and our dough, of course. That's pretty impressive, you know? So vegans, we can we can take care of you, you know? Vegetarians, we got all kinds of vegetarian stuff. You know that. But, yeah, pretty good stuff. Need to order Odmos. That ain't bad. See? Hey, no, not, not. Jeez. <laughs> it's your face <laughs> afterwards. You're like, I was very happy with that. Yeah. But yeah, so take that. Neener. Neener, neener. Anyway, so now daddy's got a new pair of shoes, apparently. It, <laughs> thank you. These are some Air Force Ones here. Thank oh, you. God. Courtesy of, of uh, Oddmost Pizza for sponsoring this website or this podcast. So okay. yeah, thanks for the new pairs. Oh, sorry, I got a little mm-hmm. scuff. I got to wipe that off really fast. A little getting dirty. He's not getting any new shoes. No, I ain't getting anything. <laughs> I don't get paid. Actually, we pay for this. We don't get paid to do this. <laughs> isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Um, going into sports now, football. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow we have preseason, starting preseason week one, or week two. Week two. Were any shockers of anything for the preseason week one? Did you watch any games, or were you just dealing with sheeps? <laughs> 
<laughs> ironically you say that but we have a sheep that is an escape artist yeah. so it's like on our trail cam all of a sudden cinnamon will be like oh no it's not cinnamon it's nutmeg nutmeg will be like neener neener here i am walking on the road in our driveway so we've been trying to shear up fences and we thought we had it all figured out and what happened this morning there she is <laughs> You know, we're like, God, how are you doing this? And so we figure either she's got an amazing jumping ability or we're missing something. Yeah. And we walked all the fences last night still. I don't know. So going into uh, a little bit about, like, I don't know if you looked over at the Seahawks game at all or anything like that, but kind of reviewing the the Eagles game against the Jets, we did end up losing, which, I mean, it's preseason, so nothing, like, big crazy. But the... The starting offense looked really Jalen Hurts good. looked good. He looked phenomenal, and I, w- I was really happy with the starter. Second strings were really good. Is once we got into that third string, the four strings is where kind of things started falling off. But I want to give a huge shout out to the four string res- or quarterback for the Jets. Oh, the Jets are looking good. Oh well, now that um, um, best friend mom sleeper Zach Wilson is hurt. Uh, no, but but no, their defense, man, they got some ballers. It's going to be a different team. I mean, they still got some holes, but the Jets, you know who's going to be happy? Zach. Zach's going to be so happy. He's going to have confidence picking the Jets every single week. He may even have a winning record. So Chris Streveler, their fourth-string fourth string quarterback, balled out this game. I was watching the fourth quarter, and he had like a minute left to drive. We This Eagles just took the lead. He had a minute left to drive and drove down that field. Now, again, it's four stringers, but he balled. So I really hope just after that one game, I know it's one game, but I hope he gets some because they were saying that he was he was just playing on the pre- uh, special teams and everything. He was just trying to make the team, even though he was a quarterback. He was just trying to do anything everything. He came out slinging it. So... But from what I what I saw with the starting starting offense, I'm really happy with the starting offense. There's nothing that I saw that was like for holes or anything like that. But we got week two coming up, so that'd be another. I don't know. I can't wait to week two. But here's the thing: I just you see the the second and third and even a fourth string people being able to go through plays and doing that kind of stuff. It actually kind of gives you a snapshot and how well put together the team is. You know, because yeah. if you had third and fourth stringers out there that just look like they're playing you know, but football out in the backyard and there's no, you know, continuity or synergy or anything like that, then, you know, you're thinking, okay, if, if the first team breaks down, they're done. Yeah. You know, and so when you see good teams with their second and third string doing well in these preseason games, kind of gives you hope. Like, you know what, yeah. if, if we lose a guy, a guy's going to step right up. Yeah, did you watch the Seahawks team or you look at any of the Seahawks team? Um, I was playing cornhole in the backyard. I was on vacation kind of thing. We were up at a cabin. Oh. And uh, But I would check in on the game. And I was super excited when they, when they in the fourth quarter when they tied it up, and it was like, yeah, sweet, we're we're you know, I mean, I liked it, but then they they lost it. Yeah, well, it sounds about right. Well, like we said, Geno Smith can't win you a game; he'll uh, <laughs> just get you there. But you know, both quarterbacks seem to play well. Both seem uh, yeah. seem to it really seems more of a quarterback battle more than that, more and more than than we think. Kind of thought that Drew Locke was taking it away, but then we also were thinking Geno was going to just give it because he was already the backup there. It yeah, but Locke put, it, Locke put it in the end zone, though, and Gino didn't. It seems tight, I think. I well, think. if you look at their numbers, minus the TDs are identical. 11 for 15 versus 10 for 15. 102 yards versus 101 yards. But two TDs to zero TDs. But no interceptions from either one of them. That's good. But did Gino take first first reps, or, or did Drew take first reps? 
That's what we like. I mean, you you might not know, but maybe mm-hmm. this week, maybe Drew will take first reps and Gina will take second reps, and then because Drew could have been going against second stringers while Gina was going against starters. That's a very good point. So they could be swapping off, but I think that quarterback battle is a little bit more than uh, than we know. I think that is literally is probably going to be coming down to day like regular season game one, like who's going to do it, who's going to beat out who. Yep, Drew was in the second half. Okay, so Gino had the first stringers in there, it's, Drew. So I think it might swap this year or this week, and we'll, yeah, we'll see, see how it goes. I don't know. I don't. Know. Neither one of them are going to get get us anywhere. Yeah, well. You know, neither one of us is going to get anywhere. And clearly the defense couldn't stop Pittsburgh, of all people. Yeah. The, they made Pittsburgh look good. <laughs> they, they, Kenny they, Pickett played well, too. <laughs> they honestly made Pittsburgh's quarterbacks look really good. Yeah. And I think Pittsburgh's going to be in the bottom of their division. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, what does that say? Yeah. Two bottom feeders trying to beat each other. That's funny. Yeah. Because Seattle's not going to be even sniffing the... It's going to be fourth place. Oh, Signif- yeah. Maybe maybe <laughs> less than five wins, I'm saying. Know, but you, you hear a lot of the players from the Seahawks talking, and they're like, listen, everybody's counting us out. Everybody's talking about how you know we don't have it and all that stuff. But there's... there. I've heard this from multiple players. The players don't believe that. The players think they've got something. I mean... That's a good sign. Joe Thomas, when he played for the Browns, thought every year they were going to go to the Super Bowl and they were going 0 and 16, 1 and 15 every year. He he said on another podcast he felt every year would have been their year. So what does that tell you? That means that he's an offensive lineman with um personality issues. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like everyone on the Seahawks have personality issues. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um Yeah, it was it was crazy. I I lo- I I it, I'm always curious with preseason how much the starters are actually going to play. When are they going to start playing a little bit more? Is there going to be a day that they rest? Is it game three that they're going to rest all of their people? Game four, are they going to rest all their people? Type thing. Because usually, yes, you want to build them up, but you don't want them to get hurt the final preseason yeah, game. So true. it really uh, just depends. But a lot of high-scoring preseason games this year than I expected. I used, yeah. Last year, it was like really low. This year, they're getting tw- in the 20s well, were, or so. You were talking about them being USFL kind yeah. of like scoring things and yeah that's me and getting um, bit in the butt yeah i was gonna say that kind of turned on you but because you're like i said today we talked about it your theory is sound yeah. but boy it was a whole different outcome yeah. than i expected right that a is a lot of scoring crazy so um i'm not doing any of the statistics like who won versus man versus machine during the preseason i'm just gonna kind of like explain what happened but during the regular season we will be keeping track of all of ours, so me, you, Gage, and if Zach ever feels like coming back to us. Mm-hmm. But then the machine, to see how accurate the machine is compared when during a man versus machine. Mm-hmm. Do you think the machine will beat us? Um, yeah, because the machine doesn't deal with emotion. Yeah. And they what mo- do you, yeah. like, what do you, God, how, how disappointed would you feel if the machine outbeat us? predicting football and all they're doing is putting in little stats of like who win by the score and stuff like that but like, and so, stuff like so that. So wait, you're not talking about the Vegas line. You're no. talking about the machine. The machine, like the man versus machine, like the the program that we got to run. You're going to have to you're going to have to show me the machine because I haven't seen the machine yet. Well, that's the last one I did is the um, Well, you were here. I wasn't. Oh. Yeah, so I know I'm You were not, here last I'm week. I'm not familiar with the machine. You were here last week, were you? No. No. Oh, yeah. So the machine, so I have this uh, old employee, Steven, he puts in a machine and sends me an email of what he thinks is going to win or lose. So let's go just down the line right now. 
Are you talking about for this next week? Yeah, for tomorrow's, uh, starting off tomorrow, or, uh, yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Um, so it's the Bears and Seahawks. Okay. Seahawks by 10. Now, little and this is just preseason. He's even said this. It won't be very accurate during preseason because it's not predicting the starters and stuff like that. I think he said by week two, it should be like literally locked in because it's got all the statistics it needs and stuff like that. <laughs> so right. well, Seahawks going to win. Seahawks, it has Seahawks by 10. I think the Seahawks are going to win well, I by think 10. The, I think the Seahawks are going to win too. I think Seahawks are going to oh, Wait, go wait. I should ask this. Now, you did this last week with Gage. Yeah. Right? How accurate were you guys? We're, we're, I mean, how, have you looked at what your statistics were against the machine last week? No, because I didn't want to. I didn't want. That's why I just said I want to calculate. You want to taint it? Okay. For, no, for preseason, just because it was kind of preseason. Uh, right. I, you know what that translates through? He didn't do it very well. No, I think I did pretty well. Actually, I would have to go back and listen, and I'm pretty. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I did well. I'll get. You know, I'll get it for this week's or week okay. two and week one. I'll get the. Okay, so we both think Seattle got it. I'm liking we, Seattle right now. In Chicago, kind of a mess right now. Well, I, I like Seattle. I like Seattle in preseason because they're going to have two actually good quarterbacks play. Who are those? <laughs> They're not oh. Seahawks. Well, Come on, Geno Smith and Lock. Two backup quarterbacks playing, not yeah, not fourth stringers. Yeah, but aren't those backups as well technically? And yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, and I guess, so I guess we you, have... you like the Jets' fourth string quarterback. Yeah, he was a baller. He was like, you should see the fourth quarter for him. So the next one we have Saints at Packers. Saints to win by five and a half. Um, they have no. Andy Dalton. I think I think that too. I don't think they're going to do it because Green Bay got got beat by San Francisco last week and it was a tough game. Yeah, but I think but get, they have Andy Dalton as their backup too, so he's a good ball player. Yeah. You got to kind of see. I like to look at the quarterbacks for preseason because I don't know yeah. anyone else. Jim so, Bob Joe who's catching the ball. So, um, next we have the Panthers at Patriots. As Patriots by seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go Panthers because I think they're going to be playing both Sam Darnold and Baker. Oh, that's right. They're fighting it out, and yeah. they both looked good this last week. Yeah, but so. um, Baker was taking the first first string stat, snaps, and that's like, ooh. I think it's the Sam's going to take the first string. There's, I think they're going to do the back and the forth. Flop too. Okay, so you know I don't think Carolina too. I don't think they're going to. I don't think New England's going to beat them by that point. So go ahead. We have Texans versus the Rams at the Rams, and they have Rams at nineteen and a half now. It's preseason, uh, like so it doesn't take all their stats into it. But yeah, but the Rams are so loaded. Yeah, so they're, loaded. but none of their starters even played, and they still balled out. I thought they were going to lose because no starters played, but no. Um, okay, I'm going to go Rams. I think Ra- they'll beat them by twenty. Ram, <laughs> I'm probably going to go Rams too, just because the Texans. We have the Bucks at Titans, and it has the Bucks winning by nine and a half points. Brady ain't going to play. I, I'm going to go. No, they're not. The machine's going to no. No, so you're going Titans. Titans. I think I'll go Titans too with you. We have Raiders at Dolphins, or uh, Raiders to win by nine, and I'm taking that. Raiders have the most preseason game so far. They're they got the experience. They already have two games under their belt, so I'm going Raiders. I'm gonna go Miami. You're stupid. Uh, uh, 49ers at Vikings. 49ers by win six and a half. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that. The Vikings backups did not look very well. Their quarterbacks seemed to struggle a bit, so. We have the Steelers at Jacksonville. Steelers to win by five and a half, or minus five, or five. They're going to win by five, and I'm going to take that too. I think yeah. I think they have too much quarterback like yeah. things going on. Yep, uh, they need to play well. And, and here's what we should do though: when we do this, people always like to add their two cents into it. Is there anywhere that there, people could throw their picks in? So, so people listen to this right before the games. Like you know, we do it Wednesday, so maybe not Thursday games, but maybe on all the weekend games, Sundays or even Saturdays at times. Yeah. But Sundays and Monday game, 
I wonder if there's a place that could send their picks in, you know, and to so do what that. we can do is we can get a graph made with our pickums on it, like maybe like my face, your face, Gage's face, and stuff like that, and we'll have like a little robot and it has the picks and what the picks for the each one, and then in the comments on Instagram, they can go down, put in their picks and everything like that, and talk crap to us. Yeah, I'd love Sound that. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sick. You got, um, you got two more weeks to put that together. Yeah, uh, yeah, we can do it. Well, good thing we have a, a, a media guy. Yeah, His can. name is Ryan. Yeah. He likes to do graphs. Mm-hmm. Um, this next game is actually a little crazy. It's Cowboys at Chargers, and this is saying a tie. Now, let alone preseason stats. But they say it's going to be a, a tie. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, Chargers, one hundred percent. Chargers, one hundred percent. Just to be the devil's advocate, I'm going to go the other way. Okay, deal. And we have Lions at the Colts. Um, I'm going to go the Colts. It's it has the Colts winning by point five of a point. So I'm, but I'm still going to go Colts. I think their backup quarterbacks are a bit better too. Yeah, I got India. Indy. Uh, um. The Commanders at the Chiefs. The Chiefs uh, win by four. Mm. Going Chiefs. Uh, me too. They looked a lot better. Uh, commanders didn't look bad though. Commanders actually looked. I'm okay. gonna go Commanders because I like their quarterback room better. The backups at least. Patrick Mahomes played one series. I don't know how much more he's gonna be playing. I'm gonna. I like their quarterbacks, like backup quarterbacks, better than I do um, the Chiefs. Um, we have the Broncos at the Bills, and has the Bills winning by 11 points. Mm. I'm just going to go Bills. I just think that's the safer pick. I mean, it's preseason. I don't know what's... Mm, yeah. I don't know. I'll go Broncos. Broncos, yeah. And so we have Ravens at Cardinals. Uh, Ravens to win by 10.5 points. And I'm going to take that. I love their backup quarterback room. Yep. Anthony Brown, old Oregon Duck quarterback. He went played for Boston College, played for Oregon last year. They just actually waived Brent Hudley. So they have three. They have Lamar. Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown. So I love that backup quarterback room and all that. They're all basically like the same player, except for Lamar. Obviously, is a little bit better than all of them. So, yep, I'll um, go that too. I'll the same same thing. Uh, Bengals at Giants. Bengals by seven and a half points. I go. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll go Cincy. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna take the Giants. I took the Giants last week against the Patriots, and they ended up doing it for me. So I'll take the Giants here. Eagles at Browns. Eagles to win by 16 and a half points. Hmm. And I'm going to take that just because Deshaun Watson looked like trash. And I will take the Eagles to win. But this will be the game that Deshaun Watson comes out and balls. But I got the Eagles too. Uh, so that's that's Eagles, how I think. Eagles look good. I think they got something this year. Yeah. And then we have Falcons at the Jets. And I'm going to take the Falcons. Their backup quarterbacks, Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, looked Phenomenal. I heard Ritter looked good. Yeah, he looked phenomenal. So, and the Jets, uh, Zach Wilson got hurt. Who knows if Joe Flacco is going to play? And then, so they're down to their third or fourth string quarterback if it really comes down to it. So, has the Falcons winning by nine and a half? And I, or has Jets winning by nine and a half? Oop, I said it wrong. So, it has the Browns winning by 16 and a half points uh, with the Eagles game, but I'm still going to take the Eagles. And it has the Jets winning by nine and a half points, but that doesn't include injuries and stuff like that into this so this is where we're times when anyone any massive injuries get hurt is when we'll be able to take a little bit on the machine but i'm gonna go still falcons here yeah me too yeah so that's a uh, preseason week two pickums 
But we'll get like a graph too. We got to get a graph going and stuff like that. We'll yeah. get it on our Instagram for regular season. Um, and you f- do that at the um, at the odd pod underscore show on Instagram. And then you can come bully us and harass us for our pickums. Um, and then also don't forget first week of NFL season Monday night game Seahawks Broncos. Oddmos Pizza Canby is giving away a jersey that time, so you can order from September 6th all the way through September 12th. When the game ends, you'll get a ticket. Raffle ticket, medium pizza, bigger, carryout only. Get a ticket, and you can put it in to win a jersey. So come on in during September 6th through the 12th. Medium pizza, bigger, carryout only. And you get a free two-liter when you come in. Hey, and do me a favor. No. No, not you. Oh. I'm going to ask you favors. I'd tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, if uh, if you come into the store, any of the oddmost stores, can you do me a favor and uh, let them know that you heard us on the podcast, or let them know you listen to the podcast? Yeah. Just kind of give them a shout out and just say, hey, listen, by the way, I, I heard you guys' podcast. You know, um, do you actually pay those two, or uh, you know, ask them a good relevant question? Yeah, yeah, you know, we won't give you the answer to that. Well, actually, guess we already did to give the answer. We yeah. we have to pay or, to be on here. Yeah, we do but, have to pay you, but or, still. Or even like even if you order online, not even if you just go in it, just put a little comment because you can put a comment down and be like, "Hey, I love your show." Yeah, yeah. Any way you can kind of let us know because you know franchisees, you know they think we're both knuckleheads, and um, it'd just be nice to show them that there is some residual effect and that yeah. you know people out there, um, you know this may be a viable way for us to communicate with people and yeah. yeah. And you know we had Isaiah on too, getting the young entrepreneur. We should try to get more little entrepreneurs on in here. Yeah, he was really cool. Yeah, I'm really he was impressed. Cool kid. Well, oh, Ooh. and also we're the now here this studio, and I have to say that I had a great conversation with the Tylers um, today, and uh, I just I'm always been impressed with them. So now here this studios is uh, is an awesome place to uh, do this kind of stuff. Yeah, hey, shout out to now here this studios here in Canby. Yeah, you can Google it, get your address. I think it's six seven five Northwest Second Avenue. Come through, Cam. Take us out of here.